Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, whatever time it may be that you're joining us. Welcome to All That and a Bag of Chips, where we review various things from our childhood and decide whether or not they truly were all that and a bag of chips. My name is Sam, and this is my co-host, Ethan. Hello, hello. On today's episode of All That and a Bag of Chips, we're going to talk about iCarly. Let's get to it. Two dudes from the 90s going back in time to review some favorite things with yours and mine. We got candy, movies, and TV shows. The more we reminisce, the more the list grows. Kick back, relax, put your headphones in. As soon as you're ready, to play, and let's begin. I'm glad you joined this nostalgia trip right here on All That and a Bag of Chips. All right, and like I mentioned this week, we are talking about iCarly, and I cannot wait to talk about this. I am very excited. This is right in my wheelhouse, mid to late 2000s. It's the earliest memories that I have, I think, so <laughs> I'm pretty excited about this. Um, but before we get into it, Sam, tell the listeners how you grew up this week. Um, Jenny went back to work this week. Uh, her maternity leave, unfortunately, is <laughs> up, so... Well, I say she went to work. So far this week, she has worked at home <laughs> um, every day. The first day she was going to go in and then Sawyer got sick. So she stayed home. So it wouldn't be me and Sawyer and Franklin all at home. Oh, um, yeah. Franklin wasn't taking a bottle. So that was kind of uh, um, stressful because if he wasn't going to take a bottle, I didn't know what I was going to do uh, to feed him. But our first couple of days have gone pretty well, and that has been a big relief. So my my week has been pretty good. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I have, oh, I have started playing a game. I don't think I've talked about it on the podcast yet or to you called Octopath Traveler. <laughs> have you ever heard of such game, Samuel? I don't believe so. So Octopath Traveler is made by Square Enix, who makes Final Fantasy and Dragon Quest and all the games yep. that I play that you do not. Um, Correct. So it makes sense. Um, but it's for the Switch. It's like the only like new game that they've put out for the Switch, I think. One of them, anyway. Interesting. Um, and so it is a RPG, role-playing, uh, JRPG, Japanese role-playing game. Um, it's kind of different, though, because like, so there's like eight main characters in this game, which and they're all pretty cool. I like them all so far. I'm like 12 hours in maybe right now. Um, but the the way that this one is different than normal RPGs is that all eight main characters have their own storylines that you can play at like whatever pace you would like. So like if you okay. wanted to, you could just do one character story all the way through. They have like four chapters for each character. Mm -hmm. So you could do that. Like the party doesn't all have to, like you don't have to do the story in a, right, in a certain order like you normally would. And also... The characters don't interact at all. They're just like, they're like just eight adventurers that just like kind of, they fight together, but like cutscenes and stuff, they're not together. They don't communicate and don't talk to each other. Hmm. Like it normally would in like a big group JRPG game. So it's right. interesting. I don't know if I like, like it as much. Like I prefer, uh -huh. like I enjoy seeing like the characters interact with each other, but it's interesting at least. It's kind of different. So, hmm. it's been fun and i also grew up by moving into a new apartment which was less fun Ooh. yeah um but i'm in now i don't know if you can tell the different scenery not really kind of looks exactly um like my last place from what you can see um but yeah so this is the fourth time that i've uh moved someone this one was for myself and then i moved some other people so far already this summer so i am done i'm tired of moving i am done moving um but i am in a new place yeah, that's how I grew up. We are ready um, to do music mystery, I believe. Yep. All right. Hit the drop. Wait a minute. Who are you? All right, Ethan. Um, you did get Yeezus last week, right? Eventually, you got, yeah. You got took, Kanye West? Okay. Yeah, it I took me quite a while. I couldn't remember. Um, this, you know, I think we've talked about this artist before, and I always, I feel like they should be in your wheelhouse, but I think this one might give you a little bit of difficulty. 
Okay. Are you ready to find out? So ready. Okay, here we go. Hint number one. This band formed in 1990, hailing from Waldorf, Maryland. Creed. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> That's not my real guess. Um, sorry, you cut out for one second. They started in 96 in Waldorf, yep. Maryland? Yes. Um, okay, we did Rage Against the Machine a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. That just would have been my random guess. So I'm going to say um, three doors down. Incorrect. Number two. Two of the band members are identical twins. One is married to Nicole Richie. Do you know who that is? Uh, I think so. Um, she's the daughter of Lionel Richie, I believe. And oh, she really? was on the, she had the show Simple Life with Paris Hilton. Yeah, I know the name. I don't know who she is realistically. Um, that's all I know about her. I don't really know what else she does. Um, so one is married to her. The other is married to Cameron Diaz. What? Which is news <laughs> to me. I had to look it up. I haven't thought about Cameron Diaz since we watched The Mask. I'm going to say um, Marky Mark and the Funky Bunch. Oh, I like that guess. Incorrect. I don't think they're actually twins, though. Uh, I don't think so. So how do you mother for me? <laughs> Hint number three. Band released their breakthrough album, The Young and the Hopeless, in 2002, with the album going triple platinum. Young and the Hopeless, 2002 twin guys married to Cameron Diaz and I don't like I shouldn't I this sounds like something I should definitely know but I am not the one that is married to <clears throat> Nicole Richie one month before he started dating Nicole Richie he ended his relationship with then 16 year old Hillary Duff oh mm -hmm. yikes and, mm -hmm. and then he uh one month later started dating Nicole Richie, married her, and they have, like, three kids. They're still together. I can't even think of, like, famous twin dudes. Right? Jonas Brothers. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Incorrect. I don't blame you. This is kind of a tough one. Yeah, I, this <laughs> like, all these seems like things I should know, but I just don't. You would think, yeah. Hint number four, band member Billy Martin was awarded PETA's veg er, Vegetarian of the Year in 2012. Wow. I didn't realize that was an award. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and what was their album called? Young and the Hopeless? Mm-hmm. Maroon 5. Ooh, not yes, but incorrect. Hmm. Um, okay, hint number five. This band's hit singles include Loves of the Rich and the Famous, Girls Boys, The Anthem, I Just Want to Live, and Hold On, amongst others. Um, say the first two again. Um, lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Oh, lifestyles of the rich and the famous. Mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And I think I know the anthem too. Is it good, Charlotte? Um, and yes, that was correct. Really? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I didn't think it was. Oh no, I loved Good Charlotte as a, as a ten year old. Uh. Now that you mentioned them, I do like a bunch of those songs. They're one of those bands that, like, I think I like, but I just can't think of anything that they do. Uh huh. Um, I think I really like the anthem, though. <laughs> so wait, who are the two guys who are twins and married to these famous people? Joel and Benji Madden. I have never once heard that names. Those no names. relation <laughs> to John. Maybe. No. Never heard those names, but all right, good Charlotte. Yeah. I'll take it. Good deal. Man, I feel like we've been recording for like an hour already, but we're going to have like 15 minutes of podcast. Right. But that's okay. Um, so we're going to do Let's Get Nostalgic in here next. Um, and you got this one as well, right? Yep. All right. 
hit that there you go. Who's there? It is nostalgia. All right. So off um, off our recording, we talked about this uh, a couple weeks ago, Ethan. I'm going to talk about Line Rider. Oh, oh, the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, I had this actually pulled up. I decided to play it a little bit. Okay. To to really get that nostalgic feel back. Uh, Line Rider came out in September 2006. On Crazy Games, it has an 8.3 out of 10. Um, Line Rider's an internet game with versions avail- available for Microsoft's Silverlight, JavaScript, Windows, and Flash. It was originally created in September 2006 by Bosjan Kadez, a Slovenian student. Uh, soon after its initial pe- appearance on DeviantArt, Line Rider became an internet phenomenon. And I can verify it was a phenomenon because I remember myself and my friends being addicted to this game for a very long time. It's the most simple game in the world. There is a little guy sitting on a sled and you draw the course. You have like different options for lines. So some are like inverted lines. Some are just your basic line to follow. But basically it's like you're building a roller coaster for this guy. and my explanation doesn't do it justice. I went back, I played the free version. There's an app that you can get now for four bucks. Um, I probably won't get the app. Probably. There's still there's a chance I thought about it. I almost did right before we started uh, the, the podcast. But it's so simple, but it's so fun because he follows like the the rules of gravity. So if you build him a line and he doesn't have enough momentum to make it to the next line or bridge or whatever you drew, then he's going to fall off and he's just going to keep falling until you stop it and you restart it and you fix it. Um, but it's like the, the most, ba- it, it's like, it's like our generation's Minecraft where you can just build whatever you want. Yeah. That was Lion Rider. Um, there really, there's not a lot to say about it. I thought it was fun back in the day. Um, even playing it for 10 minutes, I was like, wow, I need to stop. I'm going to be doing this all night. I thought it was, <laughs> I thought it was so fun. It's definitely all that in a bag of chips. Uh, I'm playing it right now, actually. <laughs> it's so fun. Well, I'm trying. <laughs> um, you do, if you don't want to play it, but you want to see what it is, you go on YouTube and look up Line Rider. Some people put hours upon hours into single courses, and they're just ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it's you. Sh- we watched a video last time, and it was pretty wild. Yeah, and it's not easy to do necessarily. Like you can make it as simple or as complex as you want to. Um, if you watch the stuff on YouTube, they make it look like nothing. Like it's it's just so simple, but a lot goes into it, and it's a pretty fun game uh i'm trying to do it i don't understand what's happening what color line are you using um i'm on red now oh red is like the one you use to invert it to like do a loop oh the colors mean something yeah oh i didn't realize that i don't remember what green is i'm just trying to get it to like i can't even get him to like go very far at all also don't okay, know how green I don't know how to just, like restart. Um you hit you hit stop. Oh. Okay. I got it now. I get it now. Huh. This is a very strange game, Sam. It is, but it's the bomb. All right. So you gave it an all that in a bag of chips? Yep. Okay. I'll take your word for it. I'm really struggling, so I'm gonna quit. <laughs> you just gotta get used to it. All right, um, but that was uh, let's get nostalgic. Um, okay, so we are actually bringing back an old segment that we have not done in a long time. Uh, we are bringing back where 
was the world. Uh, so this show came out in 2007. So um, we'll hit this drop and then we will tell you where the world was in 2007 when iCarly came into our lives. Where was the world? Um, okay, so Sam, I would like you to guess first what the most popular boy baby name was in 2007. 2007. So let's see. Oh gosh, I have no clue. I'm just going to go with Samuel. Uh, funny that you would guess that because it was not Samuel. It was Ethan. Okay, that was, <laughs> that was my first guess. <laughs> ah, got Dang him. Dang it all these posers it took 15 years for them to figure out that was the greatest name they could come up with so <laughs> um, yeah most popular uh boy's baby name was ethan and the most popular um a lady's baby name was emma okay um world changing events uh the iphone was released on wow june 29th 2007 on Damn. this day 14 years ago that's crazy. That's pretty wild. Um, the Amazon Kindle was released in November of, of uh, 2007. And, God, we're old. Huh? I said, God, we're old. I know. Yeah. No, I still don't even have an Amazon Kindle. <laughs> I saw a tweet yesterday and it said, does anybody remember Zooms? <laughs> Do you remember Z Zooms? No. They were like the counter to... Um, uh, iPods. I don't remember that at they, all. They looked exactly like iPods. They just were not as sophisticated. Hmm. Interesting. Mm -hmm. They didn't last. <laughs> Apparently. I mean, I guess neither did iPods, but man, good That's times. True. Good times. I loved having my pocket stuff and my phone <laughs> in one pocket, my iPod in, my iPod <laughs> Classic in the other. Oh. Yeah. Good times. I, I had an iPod mini for a while, but it literally only held like 50 songs or something. Oh, I still have my iPod classic. Oh, do you? I, lo I love that thing. Yeah. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. um, okay. Speaking of music and iPods and whatnot, guess what the top song of 2007 was? 2007. You were 10 years old or 15 years old. Um, Let's go with, are you trying to give me a hint? Uh, no, I'm, well, I'm trying not to, but I'm doing the dance. <laughs> are you doing some Soldier Boy? Yeah, Crank That Soldier oh Boy. Oh my God. Was the number one song of 2007. Hell yeah. By Soldier Boy Tell Him. I remember that. That, that must have been um, like early 2007, because I was in middle school. Like I was at my eighth grade dance when that came out, so. Uh, maybe not. No. I may have been in freshman year. It was a. It. I remember it was my first freshman dance, and people were doing it, and I was just standing there watching. Like, oh yeah, it must have been high school because like we had like a theme at our dance. Like everyone had like different themes and stuff, uh -huh. and so they were the sophomore soldier boys. And I thought it was like a military theme, and it wasn't. They dressed like soldier <laughs> boys. I was like, what the hell is this? <laughs> Way to be in the loop. Yeah, and then I learned the uh, the crank that dance, which Atta is boy. still a jam. Well, all right, I got a couple more here for you. All right. Um, the top movies of 2007 were Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix. Okay. Uh, which I think that was my least favorite when I rewatched all the Harry Potters. I do not remember because they all blend together. Yeah. When I watched them all within a couple months, I'm pretty sure that was my least favorite. It's just kind of boring. Uh, there was a Harry Potter marathon going on uh, the day well the day after uh franklin was born oh um, nice i'm pretty sure i watched every single harry potter <laughs> <laughs> like the saturday and sunday that we were there oh that's hospital. awesome yep um juno also came out in 2007 one of my personal favorites Love classic that movie. classic movie um oh also harry potter and the deathly hollows came out in 2007 Okay. What a good year for Harry Potter fans. That man, this year kicked ass, dude. 
That well, song's I mean, awesome. All, all of high school for Harry Potter, because I'm pretty sure like senior senior year was the last one. Probably yeah, probably pretty close. Probably like junior year and senior year, because the last movie was split into two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, what a year. Oh God, this one's not so good. All right, take it back. Uh, Time Magazine's Person of the Year, Vladimir Putin. Ooh. Why does this always? Ha- I swear, every time we do, where is the world? Time's Person of the Year is someone who turned out to be a monster. Right. It happens. I swear, like every time. Come on, guys. They need to stop. <laughs> stop right, giving that right. award. Make. I don't know if they do it. And then that makes that person go crazy or they only give it to crazy people. <laughs> they just need to give it to like average citizens. Yeah. Just give it to, yeah. Just like some jabroni who like did one nice thing. Give it to that guy. Yeah. Like this is Harold. Harold works at Popeye's. <laughs> he's he's gave me nine nuggets instead of eight. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> That's what the person of the year needs to be. Exactly make it more of a difference mm-hmm. um this one's kind of timely but um britney spears shaved off uh, shaved off her hair in 2007 oh it is that is pretty timely because all the stuff with her conservatorship is going on yeah right now yeah which i know a lot of people made fun of britney spears at that time and i think we're kind of starting to regret it because i just had a, there's just a lot of pretty rough like that. uh people didn't care about mental health then yeah apparently not also 2007 Lindsay lohan went to rehab three times yeah oh okay this we'll end on this one because it's freaking awesome okay the uh (laughs) i was just listening to this song a couple days ago too this is so funny the uh "Mm, what you say uh Mm -hmm. music was used in the 2007 snl skit the shooting aka dear sister and it is one of the funniest memes of all time i don't know if i know that Oh my gosh, is this SNL skit where they keep shoot like they keep shooting people and every time they shoot them it breaks into that song it's like mm, what you say and it like goes all slow-mo and stuff. I think it's making fun of um Grey's Anatomy. I'll have to check it out. I oh my gosh. It's never so really funny. watched a lot of SNL. I watch some skits. I don't watch whole episodes, but there's some stuff that's pretty funny. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um all right. Um, so that was uh, Where Was the World in 2007. All right. Um, so are you ready to get into uh, – do you want to do our cool facts and our coverage together? Because yeah, we want to go for a while, and I don't have that much for coverage anyway. Right. Same. Okay. Um, so we'll take our break here, and when we come back, we will talk about our cool facts and coverage of iCarly. All right. And we are back. Um, so, Sam, tell us a little – oh, um, if you have the, the, thing, the synopsis pulled up, Oh, um, which I just remembered, so we probably don't. But um, if you want to find that, and then also tell us your history with iCarly. Uh, so I don't have much of a history with iCarly. I remember the show, like I remembered it being on Nickelodeon. But this, at this point, I had kind of gotten out of watching Nickelodeon. Like that was my <laughs> childhood. And once we hit this point, I was kind of, I kind of moved on. I don't even know. Like once I got to middle school, all I cared about was football. So all I watched was NFL Network, and if I wasn't watching NFL Network, I was playing Madden, and if I wasn't doing either of those things, I, I just wasn't at home. <laughs> so I wasn't watching Nickelodeon, and I remember, like, maybe my sister watched it, but I always thought that Sam was just really annoying, so I never even watched the show. Oh, dang. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I watched the show a, a pretty decent amount i was more of a disney channel kid at this time well like teenager at this time <laughs> um, so i was watching like hannah montana was uh probably a little earlier but around this time um sweet life of zach and cody sweet life on deck like those couple shows i did like the sweet life of zach and cody once it moved to on deck i was not watching it oh i watched most of it I'm <laughs> of course that Sweet Life on Deck. Oh, that started in 2008. Okay, so yeah, I was definitely still watching these teenagery shows at this time. See, that's so funny because I was not like a, as big of a. I watched some Nick stuff, but 
like I got more into Disney and Nickelodeon when I was in like late middle school through most of high school. I don't understand, Ethan. I don't don't know. I don't know. It's probably because I spent a lot of time like at my girlfriend at the time's house and like we just watched that those shows together and she had like younger sisters so they watched it with us too okay honest to god i was thinking about that the other day when we were talking about iCarly i was like why did ethan get into this so late and i was like it had to be a girlfriend or something it probably was (laughs) i mean yeah she was a year younger and she had younger sisters so yeah we probably that probably was kind of how it happened but i just also genuinely liked those shows like it was I'm not trying to like pawn it off and blame it on anybody. I liked them. I was, I was fine with it, but um, I would say I didn't watch this one as much as like Sweet Life or Hannah Montana, but I liked iCarly. Um, I like Miranda Cosgrove a lot. I thought she was really good in the School of Rock. Um, so mm-hmm. I've kind of like tried to follow her career a little bit since then because that movie's like one of my favorite movies of all time. Um, and I had a big crush on Jeanette McCurdy. Jenny asked me she was like is he gonna have a huge crush on her and I was like no it'll probably be the the blonde girl uh that is the Jeanette is the blonde one yep Uh, yeah oh she she thought I was gonna have a crush on Miranda Cosgrove yep also very cute you know I'm down for any show especially like at this time that had two like cute leading actresses in it um that's a hundred percent why I started watching Hannah Montana uh because uh Miley Cyrus and I don't uh, it's like Haley Osment or something what's that other girl's name uh Emily Osment yeah 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 oh oh I had a hardcore crush on both of them I remember I, I remember seeing the trailer for that show the first time it came out I was at my friend Tommy Robinson's house shout out he's no way he's listening to this he's a doctor now, but <laughs> <laughs> if somehow he stumbles upon it I was at his house when I saw the trailer for it and I saw like that th- those two on there and I was just instantly in love and I was like Jesus this is my new favorite show <laughs> God. Um, so yeah I can I can say with okay I should backtrack for one second because I was gonna say I can say my interest in the show started because I was thirsting for the two lead characters but keep in mind at the time we are this like we are this me and these characters are the same age because right, right. this show and Nickelodeon kind of at this time is riddled with all sorts of weirdo pedophilic um producers um namely dan schneider did you read much about him or anything no okay yeah so he was like the lead um, person for this show um let me see what else did he do um i believe he also did like victorious um which was like a nickelodeon show around the same time he did drake and josh zoe 101 sam and cat um so like all like the teen shows on nickelodeon around this time yeah he was the i don't know what uh oh he was the co-president of something what was he i don't he's like the producer or something of those shows um but anyway he got uh let go from nickelodeon in 2018 um and they never really said why Mm -hmm. for sure um but he's like a weirdo like creepy pedophile guy and so there's like lots of uh, allegedly there's like lots of stories about him being real creepy with child actresses and he has a foot fetish Mm. um and so there's weird scenes in this show and victorious and a lot of other stuff that he's been in that like he has these like weird like scenes of them like zooming in on their feet and they're like um like there's one episode of Victorious. It's like the, one of the first episodes where like she like rubs ketchup all over her feet for like a minute on the show. And it's super weird, especially because he's the showrunner guy. Right. He's like a weirdo pedophile with a foot fetish. So that's disgusting. Yeah, it's super weird. Um, and it also is kind of why Jeanette McCurdy doesn't act anymore. Like she retired. Right. Yep. Um, part of it is because she just like as a child actress she just was had some issues like a lot of child actresses do and Mm -hmm. she's kind of said that dan snyder was super weird and inappropriate with the child actresses at that time so okay i just looked up dan snyder yeah he looks like that harvey weinstein creepy weirdo so it makes sense oh okay 
now I, that's all I, all I have to do is look them up I understand now yeah yeah so okay. um which kind of brings us into our my, our coverage of the show a little bit um so since you have not really seen this much and we're kind of coming in blind what were just some of your initial thoughts what'd you think of the show um at first I like it, it was kind of what I remembered how I just thought Sam was annoying um, <laughs> <laughs> like I thought it was fine but I watched a few episodes and I started to kind of get into it nice yeah um I um I really dig the show actually I, I like it a lot um and so we kind of wanted to cover this um at the time that we did because the they just rebooted this show um mm-hmm. eh, not really a reboot it's like a continuation yeah um, so they have a continuation. So a new season of iCarly just came out. They put out the first like three episodes last week. And then I think the fourth one just came out. I haven't watched the fourth one yet, but um, so I'll, I can kind of compare and contrast them because you haven't seen the new one, right? Nope. Okay. I wanted to, I just didn't get a chance. Yeah. Um, so this show, it, I like it a lot. I think it's really funny. Um, and it's kind of ahead of its time. So like being a- It definitely is. Yeah, so like being a YouTuber slash like internet personality, I feel like in 2007 was not that common. Um, no, not at all. Whereas now everybody wants to be a YouTuber and- Oh yeah, the market's so oversaturated. Yeah, and it's just, it's a lot easier now because like YouTube really didn't exist in 2007, not in the way that it does now. No, no. So like, even if you tried to post yourself doing stuff all the time like you couldn't it was you had to post on Xanga or something so (laughs) or on on the show they posted on splash face yeah splash face (laughs) (laughs) um so the show's kind of revolutionary in that way in that it's very uh ahead of its time yeah um it's interesting the new one because uh okay so I'll talk about the first one so I did you get the feeling that like a lot of the jokes in in the episodes that you watched were like kind of like more adult and raunchy than like they should be. Oh, way more. Yeah. Like the whole plot of the first, the pilot episode was them making fun of their teacher's boobs. Yeah. And they say boobs like multiple times, which is, I mean, it, it was, it was more it was more mature than i would expect from a nickelodeon show yeah it really was um and that's probably because dan sire's a weirdo yeah which i know and it makes sense now like going back and watching this before i read all that i was just Uh like oh wow like it's not necessarily bad but you're like oh this show's just like a little bit more adult than you would think yeah and then i don't i think it's like the second or third episode the brother brings home a mannequin woman and it's like oh look at her isn't she beautiful (laughs) like makes a joke about there was a bunch of stuff that i was like oh this is kind of weird like i don't know why we're talking about this on a nickelodeon show was it wasn't there like teen nick though um wasn't that a thing yeah it was the older kid nickelodeon shows um they just like came on a little later oh it it may have been part of that uh zoe 101 i thought it was kind of weird yeah there was a few things in there that i thought were kind of weird. yes it is part of teen nick okay but yeah either way i only watch i think i watched like three or four episodes um and there was plenty of stuff that i was like oh this is kind of interesting yeah um see the my problem with it is not that like i think they do a, like a, a more realistic job of like what a teenager's kind of relationship with like teenagers talk about boobs and kiss and go on dates like right that's, right that's not the weird part it's weird that it's like a show led by like 40 50 year old men like they are writing these jokes for like yes. 15 year olds that part kind of grosses me out yeah um the one of the dumbest ones is um freddie's apartment number did you see what it is no his apartment number is eight equal sign d wow which is just a penis <laughs> right <laughs> which i do think is very funny but 
it's just creepy that it's like a 40 year old dude writing that joke for teenagers you know so right so yeah so it's it's a little weird um oh shoot i was gonna say something else about it and i forgot what i was gonna say um oh also a fun fact that i read about jeanette mccurdy is she does not like the word panties like she hates it and she never says it but like it was part of her script on this show and she was like are we even allowed to say this on nickelodeon well for real though i mean i don't blame her for wondering yeah oh i remember what i was gonna say one of the episodes that i remember the best um because again i was a teenager when the show was on um was the one where miranda cosgrove and the girl from victorious have a boxing match uh-huh have you seen this episode no okay because they're wearing like like shorts and like a sports bra that's so weird yeah and like 16 year old me when i saw that i was like holy shit right <laughs> uh pretty rad <laughs> um but yeah again now that it's like that i think about like how like, grown men were writing the script for them and like that was their idea like it's kind of creepy creepy as hell yeah um but i watched a crossover episode um it's towards the end in the last season i think um it's a crossover episode between victorious and icarly um okay. and that girl victoria justice was on in that episode before she was on victorious and they mention it they're like talking about her character and she's like oh she looks like that girl that i boxed a few years ago <laughs> but it's the same actress interesting yeah so they reference cool. it so she's playing a different character uh-huh um but they actually reference it which is really <clears> funny <throat> um and they also kind of sort of make little references to drake and josh sometimes okay um so miranda cosgrove played megan on drake and josh if you remember yeah, that. yeah 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 yep um which is their little sister and she's great megan. yeah she's awesome megan. she always calls them boobs on that show too actually but that's different um yeah it, it definitely is but um and also um the guy who plays spencer uh trainer what's his name J- jeffrey trainer jeremy trainer um, i don't remember Uh, what is his name? Jerry. There we go. Jerry Trainer. He plays a character named like Crazy Steve in Drake and Josh. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I don't remember that very well, but I I did watch Drake and Josh. We enjoyed that one. Oh, it's so good. Um, so they make some references to Drake and Josh. So like, there's one of my favorite uh, Drake and Josh episodes is this one with the Peruvian puff pepper. <laughs> And um, they use Peruvian puff peppers to make spaghetti tacos in iCarly. So it's like a little reference. Yeah, well, Easter egg. Yeah, yeah, it's fun. Um, I love Drake and Josh. Uh, not Drake Bell. He's a weirdo too. Apparently, did you see he got like char- uh, convicted um, of- for talking with a fifteen-year-old, and he's like hiding out in Mexico. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. He was like sending weird, inappropriate things to like a fifteen-year-old girl. So yep. Yeah. So he's a piece of shit also so yeah hot takes about pedophiles <laughs> yeah right <laughs> um um yeah so i i like the show a lot i thought it was really uh really interesting um the new season is also interesting because they've kind of aged the show up again so yeah. it's it's fairly mature i mean i would say it's like a like a it's not like like there's not that much like bad it's not like the office level like quite like that but like they talk about like dating and relationships and uh okay the weirdest part is that all of the characters have like matured quite a bit so like Miranda Cosgrove uh Carly whatever her name is um she's Uh like having some more like adult problems um and like uh what is the the guy's name the guy from Mike Carly. Um, the not her brother, but the other guy. Oh, yeah. Why? This point, though. Freddie. Freddie. Like, Freddie has like an adopted daughter. And so, and he's been like married and divorced. Okay. Um, so they've all aged up quite a bit and are a lot more mature and have different issues. Freddie Every- literally doesn't look any different, though. He looks like he just has a five o'clock shadow now. Uh, yeah, and what's weird when I was watching some of the later seasons is he's, uh-huh. he's kind of ripped in later really? seasons. A little bit, yeah. 
Like you can definitely tell he works out. Like you can like uh, when he's like moving his arms or like doing stuff, but he's still yeah. playing like a nerdy high school kid character. Yep. Even though by the time it ended, he was probably like 19, 20 years old. Right. And like, yeah, he's like kind of kind of in good shape by, by yeah. the last couple seasons. So it's kind of funny, but um, but anyway, so all the characters have like aged up and Jeanette McCurdy's not in the new season. Yep. Um, and Gibby is not in the new season either oh yeah which he's he's a good character from the old one but um but anyway all the characters have really matured and stuff except for jerry trainer who plays her brother spencer he (laughs) is still doing the exact same like slapstick comedy and making weird art like it's like his character has been stuck in time for 15 years Uh and everybody else has aged (laughs) well i'm okay with that it's funny but it's it's jarring because he's like the only one still doing like the original iCarly shtick and like everybody else is doing their own thing. Yep. Yep. So it's just like, it's like, he doesn't know that he's in a new version of the show. It's like, he, <laughs> he thinks they're remaking the old one and he's like, right. Oh wait, what? We're supposed to change. Um, but all right. Um, okay. So what other thoughts did you have about um, the episodes that you watched? Do you have any characters that you really liked or didn't like or anything? Um. No, like I said, I, I like Sam just kind of annoyed me. I felt like the character was always trying to be funny and a lot of stuff. I it, the character was always trying to be funny, so some stuff I felt felt forced. But yeah. th- she was funny. Um, some of the stuff I just it, it annoyed me, but still, the this show grew on me. Um, I didn't know like the full premise of it. Like I didn't, I knew what it was. I just didn't know like how we got there. So I liked that we got an explanation for why they have a web show. It wasn't just yeah. uh, so, like, oh, this is the show about these girls with a web show. It like shows us why they started a web show and why the channel's called iCarly, like, blah, 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 blah. So I thought that was really cool. Um, and I did, like it made me laugh uh, legitimately. So I did enjoy the few episodes i got to watch nice that's awesome yeah uh this show ran for a long time and it was really really successful even though it really didn't get that good of reviews um so like critics really didn't like it that much but it ran for six seasons um and miranda cosgrove at the end of it was the highest paid child actor of all time Hmm. weird i want to say she made something crazy like six hundred thousand dollars per episode or something i could probably find it um oh 180 000. sorry damn per episode but still the high yeah highest paid child actor of all time and they had a lot of episodes so yeah she made yeah they did jesus that's crazy that is insane Jeez. Uh, yeah, it has over uh, almost a hundred episodes. So yeah, she made she made some bank for sure doing this show. Um, and did you know that um, uh, Jeanette McCurdy was in a sequel series called Sam and Cat? I did know that. I never watched that though. I didn't either. So I was out by that point. But um, she was in that show with um, Ariana Grande, oh, who plays okay. Sam in uh, in Victorious okay yeah but it's like it's weird because she's not like one of the like she's not a main character so much in that show like she really took off when she started doing her music stuff which kind of led to the end of sam and cat because ariana grande was becoming like a real like a-list celebrity Uh and she was still kind of doing this teenager show on nickelodeon they're like yeah we we got better things to do with our time now (laughs) (laughs) right yeah and jeanette mccurdy was kind of she really didn't like uh she's done some interviews where she's like i hate my time acting on that show i hate my work i don't like being on that show like she was pretty done with it so yeah which is always too bad it sucks when you're like here's some you're like actors or actresses in a show that you really like and they're like yeah it sucked i hated it i don't even like watching it like oh well (laughs) kind of takes the fun out right right (laughs) um but all right you got any other thoughts on iCarly no no all right um yeah just my, my kind of wrap-up thoughts I, I thought the show was it's it's pretty funny like it's it's a teenager show so i mean like 
some of the plots are kind of stupid and some of the acting is like not the best like the, the way they have to deliver lines like for jokes sometimes they have to like say the joke and then like pause to let the audience laugh which can get like you just get kind of tired of it after a while but uh-huh um, I thought the show was really ahead of its time. Um, I think Miranda Cosgrove is great, actually. I think she's a very good actress. Yeah. Um, and Jerry Trainer, as her brother Spencer, is fantastic. He is he's wonderful. I honestly, I think Freddie was my favorite. He's also really good. He's solid. Um, Gibby, uh, we didn't talk about him a lot, but Gibby's oh, yeah. freaking hilarious. Um, we don't get a lot of Gibby in the first few episodes. I, I don't even know if he's there in like the first season. He. Um, there's just like there was one season or one scene of him in the classroom like blurting stuff out and it was oh, cracking yeah. me up. Um, there's another good character. His name's Neville Pepperman, Papperman, um, who plays like this 11 year old kid who is like in love with Carly, but he's like a villain, so she like shuts him down, and mm-hmm. then like he just spends like the rest of the episode like terrorizing him, and he shows up a few times. Um. Oh, and I was also going to say, so the, the show really, st- they, they have a lot of like a love triangle type of thing going on in this show a lot. Yeah. Between the three cast members. Yeah. Um, so like at first, Freddie's in love with Carly and she's not interested in him like that at all. And so then uh-huh. he just kind of gets friend zoned. And then like, there's a couple episodes that they do like have some sort of romantic connection. I think he like saves her life. And so she kisses him and then they are kind of like dating for like an episode or two. Uh-huh. and then they're kind of like yeah i don't actually have these feelings you just like saved my life so i kind of felt it for a bit but we're better off as friends and then he ends up dating uh Jeanette mccurdy too in like one of the later late late seasons mm-hmm. interesting for like a few episodes they're dating i mean you that was bound to happen of course of course but i felt i felt good for my boy he stuck it out he got out <laughs> of the friend zone <laughs> he made out with both of them eventually so i mean he won man freddie did good for himself um he gets shut down like two minutes into the pilot episode <laughs> yeah it's like the, it's like his uh debut right like the it's, first yeah in. i can't even remember what he said he's like uh, something about like are we gonna date another something like that and she's like i don't like it like that and he's like okay that's fine i'll just spend the rest of my life in eat, like eternal loneliness or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> like he just says the line like he's having a normal conversation which yeah just like amen brother I feel you, Freddie. It'll be all right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's get this bad boy great. So Sam, is I Carly all that in a bag of chips? Yeah. Um, it was definitely ahead of its time. Um, so I think if it not necessarily now, because like I was saying, how it's just oversaturated. Um, I mean, I guess it is coming out now, technically. True. But um I think it it was ahead of its time and it was different. That's why it resonated with me so much now because it's so much like how things are now. Um, I spend so much time watching stuff on YouTube that this just fits right in with kind of my catalog of stuff I watch now. Um, Yeah. Like I I did think some of the adult humor was kind of uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, But even some of the stuff was funny. Like, that that pilot episode where they're talking about their teacher's boobs the teacher like (laughs) calls them out on it she's like oh i wouldn't want to accidentally poke your eye out with these pointy bosoms of mine (laughs) and they're like oh my god she found out like it is funny um but yeah yeah i think it was all that in bag of chips nice um i agree i thought this was was pretty good uh it's pretty high up there so what have we done so far in season three? Oh, we did shitty things on purpose. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. right. So this is uh, definitely the best thing we've watched so far. Um, but I liked it a lot, actually. Um, it kind of fits right. It hits my nostalgia pretty well. Like, I watched this when it was on, so I had some good uh, some good flashbacks, some good times. Um, and the new season's pretty pretty good. It's not, you know, must-watch TV, but I enjoyed the new episodes as well. I'm glad right. that they've... Uh, They've aged up. I wish Jeanette McCurdy was still here, but Miranda Cosgrove is pretty cute as well. So no, you're not gonna hear any complaints out of me. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyway, all that in a bag of chips for me as well. I, I liked cool. it a lot. So all right. Yeah. All right. Um, so let's tell the people what we are going to do next week. Next week, we are going to be covering 
Independence Day. Yeah! In honor of Independence Day, obviously, uh, we are going to watch the movie Independence Day. Sam, have you seen this movie before? Uh, I don't remember. It's been a long time. I can literally only think of one scene from this movie and it's like on the cover of the movie like it's where they blow up like the white house or something right right like that's not a spoiler it's literally like the cover of the movie (laughs) right that that is the only image that i can remember from it yeah um that's all that i know about this movie and mostly because they made fun of that scene in uh uh austin powers yeah yeah that scene oh we need to do awesome powers after yes uh, we do so yeah so next week uh yeah (laughs) and then we're gonna do the sandlot after that um so if we remember we need to do awesome powers after the sandlot yeah that's a classic i freaking love those movies um Yeah. yeah independence day uh so it's a little themed one for the holiday um should be pretty fun oh the sandlot kind of is too it takes place there's a part of that movie that takes place on independence day all right that's why i thought of it the other day um so yeah oh you know what i saw independence day resurgence the sequel movie that came out a few years ago yeah it was garbage yes but also like i hadn't really seen the original so i didn't if there was any references i didn't get it at all so um so yeah should be interesting independence day 1996 which is probably why I didn't see it in theaters. I was four years old when it came out. Right, right. <laughs> um, so yeah, should be fun. Um, looking forward to it. So uh, Sam, you got anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right. Take us away. We will smell you later. Power Rangers, Pikachu, Rugrats, Abumafoo, Lion King, Stone Cold, Billy Blanks, Tybo. Toy Story, Joe Rogan, Ninja Turtles, Hulk Hogan, Kobe Bryant, all that tickle me Elmo. Mario Land before time, X-Men, Mr. Mime, Batman, Baby, Bottle Pop, Shrek, and Spider-Man. Michael Jordan, Space Jam, The Rock, Silence of the Lambs, Dragon Ball, Dexter's Lab, Beanie Babies, Vince McMahon. Beetleborg, Frosted Tips, Whitney Houston Hit Clips, Dallas Cowboys, Dunkaroos, Gangsta's Paradise, Game Boy Color, Donkey Kong, every single Tupac song, CSI, TRL, man those days were nice, Britney Spears, Yu-Gi-Oh, Andy Milanaka Show, Reading Rainbow Barney and Collecting Every Pog, All Toys, Backstreet Boys, Pepsi Blue, Furby Toys, Powdered Gum, Goosebumps, Courage the Cowardly Dogs,